Hello, it's Kevin Keogh. I'm the president and CEO of uh, Evergold Corp. We're listed on the TSX Venture Exchange, and we are a gold and silver-focused exploration company, an early-stage exploration company, primarily focused in northern British Columbia, but with a rather exciting project coming along in Nevada as well. Kevin, good to see you again. I haven't seen you since March. How have you been, sir? Not bad, uh, Matt. It's getting uh, frigid out here, actually. It's minus eight or nine at the minute. So I'm sure you're in the balmy British Isles. The jumper says otherwise. It's cold here, too. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Um, hey, well, good, good catch up. I saw a press release uh, with regards to some of the drill results at uh, Golden Lion. I want to talk about that. Some pretty nice uh, numbers in there. Obviously, we're talking in the context of what's been a pretty tricky 2021 for precious metal companies. I think your chart would mm -hmm. reflect most junior explorers uh, charts at the moment. Um, but you've got to work within that context. So um, how's it been? Quite frankly, I know you raised, when, when did you raise some money? You raised some money at the beginning of the year, about 8 million bucks. And yes. Big, yeah. Yes. We raised money early in the year, $8 million, uh, hard dollars flow through. We've been deploying it, obviously. And, you know, these, every season we ever have has its challenges. That's no surprise. But, you know, we've, we've been around a long time in this business and we've been through all the downs and all the ups and, uh, have had our share of success. Uh, uh, we're really trying to uh, do again what we did a few years ago with GT Gold and Saddle. Uh, that was a massive discovery. We delivered it, 20 million ounces gold equivalent, and sold it to Newmont. And we're really trying to do that again with uh, Evergold. And we believe we can. So this past summer has been a step in that process. How long did it, How long did you work on that project with GT Golds? How long does it take to actually take through? Yeah, it started in 2013. I was actually the president CEO acting for the predecessor company, New Chris Minerals. We parked that asset for several years because the market was just so bad and uh, brought it back in early 2016 and, and took it public uh, as GT Gold through a reverse takeover. So I was the, I structured it, put it together. Um, named the company, led the team, and uh, we delivered the discovery of both the Saddle South and Saddle North. Uh, it's kind of combined high-grade vein system on the south part with a massive copper gold porphyry on the north, and uh, they were both delivered in 2017. Okay, look, I, I want to have a like a proper conversation with you um, because the market's hammered guys like you. But you've still got to, got to get on with the business of doing business, right? You, you had some money yes. to deploy, which is which is great. So, and you, you've got to, you've got to do that despite what's going in the market, despite what commentaries you're getting from you know shareholders or, or, or people looking in, offering advice. I'm sure they do. Um, so, what, what what did you do with the eight million bucks that's allowed you to get a result like this at Golden Line? Well, we took a portion of the $8 million after paying, after paying the lawyers and everybody else, of course. God, God bless them. Probably ate up yes. half a million bucks, right? Yeah. Um, we deployed it back to where we really got our best results in 2020, which was at Golden Line in Northern BC. Why did you and go back there, first of all? Why, why did you go back to Golden Line? Why had you well, left Golden Line? In 2020, we managed to drill about 2,000, 3,000 meters, actually, of uh, 
core and every hole got broad bulk tonnage style intercepts. And if you follow some of the plays, like I'm sure a lot of your um, followers are doing and many of the companies out there, uh, Great Bear Resources has had a huge success in Northwestern Ontario. And if you really look at what they've got there, it's a very large fault. And along it, they get these broad bulk tonnage intercepts in almost every hole. We got that last year at Golden Line. We have a similar setup to what they've got. It's just way earlier stage. So we had the bulk tonnage. What they also have and the, what we didn't have to date were the, uh, was the high-grade component. Uh, they would talk about the high-grade domains that they have there, right within the bulk tonnage, low-grade stuff. Um, so we went back because we think the system is so big that it's probably got some high-grade domains, and we discovered our first one this summer. That's why we went back to find it, and we hope to find more too. Right, so you're trying to replicate the picture that Great Bear has painted um, before you. Um, so it's interesting, actually, because they, they found it quite easy to raise money. Was that just a question of, of timing? Because they, they've, they've just been drilling, 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 not even worried about a resource. Uh, but the money was seemingly available to them. So I mean, to what extent can you replicate what they're doing? I think it's a question of results, first and foremost, and opening eyes. And I think we've probably opened some eyes with these latest results. You know, we had to wait a few months for them. Uh, we had a kind of, uh, uh, well, the season, our best results were in the last section of holes. We just got those. Um, there's been a huge amount of trading in our stock since that news came out. It hasn't hasn't done a lot for us yet other than bring in a lot of new buying. So that tells you something. Um, that's really encouraging. So we've got our first high-grade domain and uh, sure as shooting, uh, Matthew, when we go back there and we start bringing the drill density up, uh, we're going to get a lot more high-grade results from from what we've found now. It's, it's interesting, actually. There's, there's, I guess there's three, three bits I'm intrigued there. You know, you haven't got year-round drilling. I guess that's number one. Maybe we, we should talk yeah. about that one. Um, you, you've also got this overhang of people who got very, very excited in the middle of 2020 when your share price was up around, I don't know, 80, 90, nearly, nearly a dollar, right? Yes, yes. Small companies, it all looks great at the time, but you know, you must have known then that that was overvalued. You need to backfill it or you need something spectacular to happen to kind of justify those things. But you've, you've got mm -hmm. those guys sitting up near buck or somewhere in between 50 cents and a buck. And, and they're just like waiting for this thing to take off. And it hasn't. It's kind of, it's been heading down. They are a problem for you around tax loss season specifically. So, you know, do you can try and control that next time around? Do you, do you say, you know what, let's, we, we'd rather this didn't happen again. How do we temper the enthusiasm? I find it virtually impossible to do that today. And I think all CEOs will tell you that, especially if you're a very early stage little company like we are, where yeah. we don't have a lot of human resources to throw at, you know, trying to stick handle shareholders or this, that, and the other thing. Um, and it's worse now, of course, with the internet. It's changed a lot since the 1990s. I mean, things are, everybody turns on a dime. If the gold price is up, risk on day, whatever it is, you know, everybody goes up. So, Matt, I, we can't control those ups and downs or how high we go or how low we go. 
what we can do is do the work and try to present it in a, as credible a manner as we can. So we have been doing the work. We've been facing the challenges. We've been overcoming them. And I must say, we were really happy with this last suite of results. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a surprise, I'll point out, in those results. Uh, not just the fact we found the high-grade domain, but it actually comes right to surface. It's not deep. You know, we, we set out this summer, we, the focus was to prove that that uh, very large uh, GL1 main zone, which is a whopping great footprint, right? It's like 1,700 meters long as defined by the surface geochemistry. We can see it. It's broad. But we thought the potential was below where Newmont had drilled. And did I mention that Newmont used to own this property way back in the early 90s or early 80s? Um, so they saw the potential, but they did, a, in my view, a rather silly thing. Uh, they set up a series of drill pads and they only ever drilled one hole from each of those drill pads. You know, you and I as juniors operating a junior would never do that. If we saw the kind of numbers that we got in those shallow drill holes, we would have gone under and under again, and maybe even under a third time. And they didn't. So basically it left the entire depth potential uh, open on this golden line GL1 main zone. But not only that, their pads were quite far apart, right? So in the, these latest results, are actually between some of the historical pads. And um, the joy is that it comes right to surface, the high grade. It's not, it's there deep too, but it's, so that's important. So let's, let's, let's talk about how, because what are you, you, I don't know, say, say nine, 10 million market cap, depending on the time of day, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you've got a bit of cash left. You've got multiple targets. That you, you've got multiple assets with multiple targets you can go for, but you're going to become more and more cash restricted. So you've got to get focused. So you know you were at Golden Line, you came off Golden Line, you needed to find high high grades and match the the, the bulk kind of stuff. I, I I kind of get it. But your your options and your the strategy gets a little bit restricted going forward unless you get a meaningful turnaround in your share register. I.e. People do keep buying into the latest press result, and I don't know why they shouldn't, quite frankly. I think the people who got excited in 2020 are getting hammered, yeah. and this is why sentiment doesn't mm -hmm. always work. And you're not mm -hmm. unique in that sense. A lot of companies were getting valuations which were bonkers. I think you're undervalued now. I'll say that. I'll say it for you, because you you probably tell me that in a second anyway. I think you're undervalued now, but you're getting that that hit from the 2020 disappointment, as it, as it were. So in that context, how does a company your size with, I guess, it's going to be slightly more expensive money if you go to raise some now. Where do you focus? What do you think you should do? How do you play that? How's that different from what you intended to do? Yes. We always knew that we would have to focus at some point beyond our initial flagship properties. You know, we set out with both Snowball, Golden Line, and several other lesser properties. And uh, you're always looking for the, the real meat in one of those assets, at least, that will justify a sustained focus and a much bigger effort, right? That's what we really did at GT Gold with Saddle. It was a single asset company, really, and we plowed a ton of resources into that discovery. So, but it was worth it. That's what we've been trying to get stuck into at uh, with Golden Line in particular. So, going forward next year, I think we'll be 
probably very focused on Golden Line. Uh, Snowball is a more challenging asset. And as far as um, our strategy, obviously in the near term, I want to talk about make the market aware of these results because we've really turned a corner Matt, with uh, these high-grade results, right? They are genuinely high-grade. Well, give, give, so, give us the numbers. I think we've been talking around it, but not actually said, I'm staring at them, sorry, I know, but I, I'm also cognizant, you don't have to set them out loud for the podcast listeners. Yeah. So what, well, what's the numbers we've got a, we, the, the true width of the zone itself, we don't really understand because it's not been all, but it's at least, say, 50, 60 meters true width. The broad zone itself is more like 100, 150 meters. And within it, we're getting intercepts of, of uh, you know, five grams, shall we say, over 11 meters true widths. We're getting multiple, much higher grades than that, 20, 30, 40 grams gold I'm talking about. But what's really lovely about this deposit is we're getting really high grades of silver too. Um, i.e. up to 924. That Even in gold terms, that's worth quite a few grams of gold, maybe 13 or 14. So we have genuinely high-grade gold and silver over underground style widths. It happens to come to surface. And the other interesting twist is that we have a lot of zinc and lead. Now, those aren't sexy compared to gold and silver, but they could add a lot of value given the grades we're seeing to the uh, rock value per ton. Right, okay. So you're, as I mentioned earlier, constrained in terms of seasonality of the drilling. So mm -hmm. for how many months of the year are you drilling or can you drill? Oh, up there, it's usually about three months. It wow. could be four if you're lucky, but three, wow. let's Okay, yeah. so there you go. Take that into account. Assay results have been delayed for everyone this year. How are you affected? Oh, yes. Uh, not as bad as last year, though. We put the squeeze on them. But you're right. It's slow. Northern BC is slow compared to Ontario, for example. Great Bear doesn't face the kind of delays that we do. But if you deliver results, uh, deliver core to be assayed late in July, then you can expect the results. Well, in our case, it was early November. Right. So you, okay, so you, you've got that going on, or you can pay more to get ahead slightly further up the, up the, the queue for assays, less, less mm -hmm. than ideal. So in terms of um, cash available to you now, what do you do next? What, 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 what's the great plan, given you can drill three or four months of the year? How do you keep this well, fresh in the minds of people listening or, or, or watching this? Firstly, as I mentioned, we're going to spend a lot of time just broadcasting and building the awareness over the next uh, couple of months. I do expect that's going to have a positive impact on the share price beyond the end of the year. So that'll be very helpful. You know, raising money per se uh, is traditionally not an issue. It's more a question of the terms. Um, the market, gold prices, silver prices are still very strong. I think next year, Matt, you've indicated from your discussions in London there that there's going to be a, a real focus on those metals next year. So we're in that space. We have these results. We're going to broadcast, get the awareness up. Hopefully, the stock price is going to respond over the next several months. And then we're going to be more focused in what we do. Um, I would say what does that mean? That, tell me, tell me what that means. We're going to be more focused on what we do means what? Yeah, that means we're probably going to go right back into golden line with a focus on that high grade domain that we've just delivered because we think, and many of your viewers will know, 
in a high-grade system, you got to get your drill density up. I mean, some of these deposits, high-grade, Bruce Jack, and that, they're, they're only meters apart with their, their drill holes. That's to overcome this nuggety effect. What you're seeing in those high-grade results we just delivered is basically a broad, high-grade epithermal system that's got a lot of high-grade scattered through it, but you don't hit it in every hole. So we get the density up, and I assure you, we're going to hit a lot more, and we're going to deliver a lot more really strong numbers from that system too. So that's going to be the focus there. I might add that, uh, you know, we have a property in Nevada called Rockland. It's very similar to Golden Line in terms of its prospects. It's a very big gold-silver zone. It's an old high-grade uh, gold-silver mine from the cowboy days. And of course, in those days, gold was what, 35 bucks an ounce or so. Um, they just took the best stuff, left a lot behind. We have a very large drill gold zone that BHP had many years ago. And um, we think we can go back into that and we're planning to start drilling it next year. And obviously that's a project that we can work and drill when we can't be busy on golden line. If you've got money. If we have money. Right. Well, we'll get money. I'm quite certain we can raise money. Uh, I've got a very good track record doing that. It's always a question of terms. You obviously have shareholders who are really sensitive. I'm a key shareholder um, about dilution. We are basically a capital pool company, right? That's uh, We raise money and spend it. But I think people are looking for capital gains opportunities with us. Uh, they shouldn't be expecting dividends, but what we're really hoping to do is uh, find a discovery of merit, drill it off, prove it's large, and potentially sell it like we did to Newmont with Saddle. Yeah, I mean, but history is an indication of what you, you're, you're capable of, but, you know, the the body's going to determine whether it's what success looks like for you guys, but you want to put yourself in the best possible possible position to take advantage of it if it is good. So I, I come I come back to the companies of a certain size with restricted capital. You've got to be careful. So Nevada is that I know it's an option, and you can you know it's a bit more of an all year round thing. Is that a well, let's go there instead and see if we can drum up a bit more interest, or is it genuinely like golden line with with nuggety type ore bodies? It's expensive because the, the amount of drilling, as you say, is, needs to be significantly increased. You know, we've we've seen this in mul multiple um, big stories in 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 Canada. If you get it right, you get it really right. But if you don't, sure. it's just an expensive program. So, uh, wh where, mm -hmm. where are you leaning in terms of the way you talk to the market about the focus? Well, we're leaning to Golden Line very strongly. I think Rockland is a Rockland is is a prudent property to have. Um, you do need optionality in this in this business, right? You cannot guarantee success, and I tell shareholders that. Um, I think over time you can and will be successful, but sometimes you have to cycle through some properties to get there. That wasn't the case with GT Gold but that's not always the way it works. So um, I think with Golden Line, we've got the high grade juice we were looking for, and it is now worthy of a sustained focus over several years. Um, how much and when we deploy on Rockland, well, I can tell you we're working there now, it's just we're not drilling. Mm. Um, 
How much we do there remains to be seen. And quite frankly, even at Golden Line, we have not yet planned uh, exactly what we will do in the way of drilling next year, right? We are working through the results and modeling it. So it's an interesting one with the grades that you've got, because like I say, you've got, you've got nice, you know, high grade gold. You've got pretty good uh, silver grades as well. The zinc is high, high grade. The lead's high grade. Everything, you, you've got a big chunk of contained metal in there. It, it's, it's fantastic. But then, then comes the problem of what does it start giving up? Is it giving up more silver or giving up more zinc? You know, is this a polymetallic story, which has its own de degree of complexity in terms of your uh, narrative in the market as well? So I guess at least you've got a bunch of options. We have options and, you know, we haven't done any metallurgy, for example, and uh, we will see it, you know, partly it's understanding reasonably. So what you have, um, we don't understand yet the distribution of the gold and the silver. Obviously that's the highest value component of it. Um, but we, we shall see, we just need to do a lot more drilling. We will focus on the high grade gold and silver. That's okay, it. so how much, so I just want to finish with this. I just want to understand that the amount of drills that were turning at Golden Line and the number of meters were what? Well, it was very minor. We only had a single drill this past okay. summer, and and we only drilled about eighteen hundred meters at Golden Line. It was quite a bit less than we had anticipated, but as luck would have it, we got our best results right there at the end. So. We are really well set up for next year. Great, and then um, plan for next year in terms of number of drills, number of meters, allocation of capital, what does that look like? I would think we would uh, probably go back in with a, a single drill that would not rule out the possibility of adding a second drill during the summer. We have done that before, like at Saddle, for example. And um, number of meters, it will certainly be probably north of 3,000 meters uh, could be 5,000 meters. It just depends. We could scale it up, you know. If we can operate July, August, September, Matt, we could get a lot of drilling done. This year we operated for 28 days drilling. So, oh, wow. Is that so? Is that because of fires, flooding? No, just no access to resources. I mean, what, what, what was happening? I know it's tough up there. We're, it's far northern BC, you know, up the Golden Triangle. So there were no serious fires up our way okay. uh no flooding either so good that way uh, there's in fact not a lot of forest at golden line it's all above tree line so right. yeah yeah no it was mainly because of labor issues with the drillers you may have heard that right money yes there was head hunting going on the you're you're mr driller you go capture a crew from the next guys this is what happened to us they the company lost several drill crews to the competition, offered them an extra hundred bucks a day and away they go. And your driller comes to you and tells you, sorry, we can't do the rest of this contract. But oh, man. anyway, yeah. those are the challenges. huh? They, we face them yeah. and uh, we got what we need. I think um, I'm very happy with them. I know the crew is genuinely so we've proven a point. There is real high grade there and it's got underground style widths and it happens to come to surface so we can build on that for next year. Fantastic. Look, Kevin, I'm, I'm sure you will. Great uh, press release, really interesting numbers. I think for me, I just want to see you drilling um, in and around that uh, and see what comes back. It should 
could be a very, very interesting uh, asset for you indeed. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, I think so. We do want to build real value. We're motivated to do this. Like uh, we have a really hardworking team. We're at this seven days a week and we enjoy it or we wouldn't work as hard as we do. But we have the ability to really, I think, achieve something of uh, real merit at Golden Line and elsewhere. But that's the immediate focus.